Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive my pillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Hi, Uncle Milty here for Hearing and Brain Centers. Liberals have their own dictionary. According to them, if someone wants money they have not earned, that's need. If you want to keep the money you have earned, that's greed. And when politicians arrange your transfer, it's compassion. Uncle Milty here for HearingAndBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023. HearingAndBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023. Think while it's still legal. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Well, look, Hoss, you start running a respectable business, and I won't have to come in here and hassle you every night. You know what I mean? There's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool. Got on. Kate Daly show today. How are you? We're live today. Got an important one for you. And you know, when I say I got an important one for you, it's important. Um, In fact, uh, we'll be interviewing a candidate for sheriff. And as you know, that's the most important role that is elected that is close to us as a people. And um, and this goes around the country. So for all of you listening from around the world right now, um, and a lot of people that have this this hour, this this Utah hour, and they're playing it nationally, I just want you to know that this is this is an important interview for you to listen to, too. And we're going to hear um, from uh, Jared Redfern. We're going to be talking to him about running for sheriff. And you'll be able to call and ask him questions directly. First, I have a couple of announcements. And so uh, my friend Laura's here to announce... Uh, one event that's tonight right laura yes so tonight at the washington city library okay we are having a basically like a whistleblower who worked at the health and human services okay and he went back and looked at all the documentation throughout the last couple decades of Mm -hmm. life expectancy data Uh and he's going to show um proof about how that's been doctored and obviously okay (laughs) with and it's fraudulent and basically, the 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 long the short of it is, the conservative red states we end up paying more money for insurance and whatnot, mm-hmm. and the blue states over the years are now the, the have the highest life expectancy, 
and how that's been messed with. So it's okay. really interesting. Wow, um, nice. And it's, you know, tonight it's going to be great. It's going to be really good. Tonight, tonight at 7 okay. o'clock. 7 o'clock, Washington City. Washington, Washington City, City Library. Library uh, 7 o'clock. Yeah. What an intriguing talk tonight. I really like that. It'll be All interesting. Right. Thank it'll, be, you. it'll be really good. So hopefully everyone can make it. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Thanks so much. Thanks, Kate. All right. See you. Bye-bye. Also, I just wanted to announce uh, Natalie. I'm trying to get this right. Natalie Klein. There is uh, tomorrow. So that one's tonight. But tomorrow, 615 up in Lehigh, Utah Forum on Critical Race Theory. If you heard the librarians chanting for social justice at the event that was going on while I was up at the Salt Palace, they were chanting for social justice. You heard me right. Librarians across America. And by the way, I did get a letter from a really sweet librarian that said there are some librarians that are not okay with all of this justice going on in America right now and they are not behind the social justice stuff and I do believe that. I think that we have really some some good librarians who understand their role and are not trying to interject themselves as the empowerment group of, of, uh, of the world in trying to select books that are pretty harmful for kids and social justice warriors. I do believe there are good people out there and I do believe there are good librarians. Um, and so I just wanted to play this for you real quick. This is, this is three minutes and this is IHC's big announcement. Before we get to Jared, I want to just play this for you. This is the big announcement, and I have I have copied the parts that you really need to pay attention to. And also, as this guy's talking from IHC, um, listen to the confidence in his voice, because it wanes every single time he says they're following the rules from the administration, the rules that are not written in any EO or anything. So just... Just listen to what he has to say and uh, how they keep referring to the rules that are not written by the federal administration. Here we go. IHC's big announcement today. All right. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us this morning for today's press conference. We appreciate your attendance. Today we're going to be announcing um, that Intermountain Healthcare will uh, start requiring the COVID-19 vaccine for all caregivers within the healthcare system to comply with our federal vac- vaccination orders system to comply with our federal vac- vaccination orders system to comply with our federal vac- vaccination orders system to comply with our federal vac- vaccination orders and join us today is Dr. Mark Breesocker, who is the Intermountain Healthcare Chief Physician Executive and Senior Vice President for Intermountain Healthcare. Uh, I will let reporters know that we have sent out uh, the advisory as well as the full news release. So you should have that in your inbox with additional details on today's announcement and the compliance order that will be referred. Over that 20 months, it's it's been remarkable to watch the 42,000 caregivers and numerous teams across Intermountain Healthcare respond to this pandemic. They've worked together, they've teamed up, we've solved for challenges, we've navigated through unknowns, and, you know, I, I can't... Th- and none of them are, are, are dead from helping people without a shot, by the way. Just wanted to let you guys know. Here we go. And, you know, I, I can't thank the nurses and physicians and the, all of our healthcare teams and everyone who supports them at Intermountain for what they've done. This morning, we shared with them the news that just just announced that uh, we are requiring COVID-19 vaccine uh, going forward. You know, this follows the announcement from the Biden administration 
uh, instructing several federal agencies around uh, establishing rules requiring COVID-19 vaccines. You know, this follows the announcement from the Biden administration uh, instructing several federal agencies around uh, establishing rules requiring COVID-19 vaccines. You know, after reviewing uh, the rules that we have received, you know, after reviewing uh, the rules they, that we have received, yeah. you know, after reviewing uh, the rules that we have received, uh, it really became clear that we need to uh, comply with these rules because this is about caring for people. Uh, it really became clear that we need to uh, comply with these rules because this is about caring for people. Uh-huh. Um, we care for people who have Medicare insurance and Medicaid insurance and other forms of federal health insurance. Um, we, we have several connections uh, to a variety of different federal contractors what, across what select health and intermountain health care. Yeah, they um, we, they're not we a have federal contractor. Several connections uh, to a variety of different federal contractors across select health and intermountain health care. Not that it matters, but they And they it don't. really comes down to that bottom line of we're going to be there for people when they need us. Um, we just can't imagine not doing that. Uh, our mission is helping people live the healthiest lives possible. And uh, we will we will comply with these new standards, just like we comply with current state standards and other federal standards to provide that care. Meine Arbeit für Richtigkeits, ob du glaubst, dass ich fleißig gewesen bin, dass ich gearbeitet habe, dass ich mich in diesen Jahren für dich eingesetzt habe, dass ich anständig meine Zeit verwendet habe im Dienste meines Volkes. Gib du jetzt deine Stimme ab, wenn ja, your papers, please. Yep, that's about how that went. Um, now, I have to say, I, I, I am not a fan of this particular hospital all through my state. I would not trust them with my life. I wouldn't trust them with my care. And I just want you to know that they have become the Stasi based on rules that don't exist. Did you see every single time he had to say rules, there was nothing there? It was, uh, they couldn't even point to the rule. Uh, it was just a an acknowledgement of something that's not there, yet they are uh, told to do it. See? So you know what's going to happen? Unvaccinated people that are uh, normal out there that don't want this are going to go start medical clinics. And I absolutely applaud that. Leave and start medical clinics. Do not give in to this. What a horrific group of people. What a horrific, horrific group of people. So right off the bat, um, Jared Redford, I, I appreciate you joining me. Am I saying it right, Redford? I am. I am. Okay. And uh, Jared is uh, Jared Redford is running for sheriff. We have two candidates for sheriff. And that was uh, finalized last night. Correct. Correct. And the election is at the end of November. Yes. Okay. So this is the most important role that we have as stuff's coming down the pike now and people are citing like IHC. Um, I'm sure Patrick Carroll's super excited about this, citing rules that don't exist so they can make people do something. And in the last 20 months, I'm sorry, how many people were peeling off dead because they were working with people with supposed COVID? Um, yeah, that didn't happen. So what are your comments? Just right off the bat, I have to ask you about this clip obviously i'm pretty vocal and opinionized about this because i can't stand these people but what about you well you're obviously the expert but 
something that I've always, uh, when people, when it comes up in conversation, uh, I think my first reaction is, it just doesn't make sense to me. Hmm. And the numbers just don't make sense to me. Right. Um, the You're a pretty smart guy. <laughs> just don't make sense to me. Right. And so the unknown just doesn't make sense to me. And um, I think they, I feel like they're almost insulting all of our intelligences. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for that. I'm, I'm horrified as I see um, everybody start kowtowing to something that's not there. And as sheriff, why are you running? Why are you running for this role? What can you bring to this role? Well, I've always had the desire to run for sheriff. I've uh, been with the sheriff's office for over 23 years. Okay. And so uh, my experience has led me through uh, various different, uh, different aspects of the sheriff's office. Uh, I started out in corrections, like most everybody does, mm-hmm. uh, moved on to patrol. Uh, I worked in the gang task force here. Then mm-hmm. I worked in the in the uh, drug task force. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I worked in investigations and I was a sergeant over investigations and, and led that division for uh, seven, seven to eight years. Wow. Uh, promoted to lieutenant and uh, was lieutenant over our administration um, and a short time over patrol and now a lieutenant over courts and transports. So I really come with a, a, a vast knowledge of, of all the different sectors of the sheriff's office. I would say, yeah. And yeah. I, um, I just feel that, especially at this point in time, mm-hmm. that um, kind of like the beginning of our show, you know, hey, let's let's look at a new sheriff maybe in town. Right, right, right. And I think that I come with some, hopefully, some some good innovative ideas uh, that can uh, be sustainable and uh, for for the future of the sheriff's department. I know that I'm not going to be there forever, but I think that I want to make some sustainable changes and if i know that i've made those Mm -hmm. uh then then i think that my job um uh was was done well okay we're gonna go to a break we're gonna come right back we're gonna get his take on obviously we're gonna be asking him questions about the second amendment property rights um about his role in uh in protecting us from federal government we're gonna be asking him about that Um, all kinds of things and of course you can chime in as well and ask a question just keep it brief and ask a question so we can get to the answer be right back more with uh, Jared Redfern who's running for sheriff locally be right back talk lines are open now call 888-673-1450 this is the Kate Daly show it's gonna be a long one Another graveyard shift As he says goodbye To his wife and kids It's been his life Just like his dad's Driving away Under the weight of the badge He's seen it all Hi there, welcome back to Kate Daly Show we are uh, conducting an interview on uh, on sheriff, and this is the most important role, the most important role um, that is, stands between you and uh, abusive state and federal government. And so, of course, uh, this is the hour on this show because I don't know of a, I don't know of a more influential role 
than sheriff. And we need to know we can count on a sheriff. So um, with that being said, I do have Jared uh, Redfern in studio. We are talking about him running for sheriff. And that election is taking place at the end of November, not the beginning, the end of November. And I also um, want you uh, to know, go to Garage Doors Only. What a fantastic sponsor of the show. They are an amazing group of people over there. And they can get your garage door in. They can get it done in a quick amount of time. And they're also very good at what they do. They've got the best technicians I've ever seen. Get over to Garage Doors Only. You have to dial 4 435-868-1200. You'll love these people. And you'll actually get somebody uh, local on the on the phone, which is really nice. When uh, you attempt to, to call any other uh, firm in the country, I, you are speaking to India or Thailand, it's really nice uh, to have somebody local on the phone with you. Isn't that great? I love good customer service, and that's what Garage Doors Only is all about. And you're going to experience that. So make sure they get your business, okay? They are fantastic. Jared, um... Uh, let's ask, uh, you know, as far as, as the constitution, you know, we get, uh, I get told a lot by politicians because I am hard on politicians around here because I think that they don't do people, uh, the service that they say they do. So then of course they call us, uh, people that, uh, cave dwellers because we like, we like the law of the land and we actually like people to stick to it. I know it's odd, right? And, uh, and so, um, I'm not nice to the politicians here in town because I think they, they're, well, basically they're lying a lot and I don't like that. And so I have a hard time with that. Well, when it comes to the role of sheriff, I want to know that you're going to have our back with all the situations that are coming down because they're, they're doing things that they shouldn't be doing and it's going to affect our life. And so this is the most important role, this role as sheriff. And I appreciate you giving us a little bit more background on you. Um, your view on the constitution as it applies to being a sheriff. Well, I believe that. So, so our country was, was formed on the premise uh, that we have the liberties uh, to pursue our own happiness, you know, based on how hard we want to work and, and what we want to achieve in life. And I think that's what our forefathers wanted to, to grant everybody. They wanted to make sure that those people had an opportunity and that we have the opportunity to pursue our happiness. And I think that's why you see a lot of people uh, in rowboats trying to get here and you don't see anybody in rowboats trying to leave here. Good point. Um, and our constitution says that, um, uh, first paragraph, it talks about, uh, securing the blessings of liberty to ourselves and to, and our posterity Mm -hmm. and who's going to secure those liberties. And I think the sheriff is the one that secures those liberties uh, for ourselves and for our posterities. It secures the, the, uh, the ability to pursue our happiness. Um, it's not for a sheriff to judge what makes people happy. Mm-hmm. It's a sheriff's uh, job to make sure that he secures those rights for those people to do what they deem is happy and, and lawfully too. Um, so, if I was to go to a protest, it's not it's not for me to determine who's right or who's wrong as my role of a sheriff. It's it's my duty to protect both sides' rights to peacefully protest. Mm-hmm. And then once somebody goes beyond that, now they're probably violating somebody else's rights. They're probably damaging property or or. Mm-hmm. Um, 
hurting others physically, mm-hmm. then it's then it's our opportunity to step in and take action. Right. The feds come and they want to do something in your territory that um, they they don't have the right to do. What do you do as sheriff when this happens? Well, first of all, I hope they would first come to me mm-hmm. and explain to me what they have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I think that it's overreaching mm-hmm. and um, and against their their constitutional rights to pursue their own happiness, mm-hmm. uh, then I say, you're not going to do it. Yeah. Um, not here. Um, I think that's our biggest thing is, is making sure that somebody has the backbone to stand up, the backbone to say no. Right. Uh, like Sheriff Songer up in Washington, he came on the show, or Dar Leaf, who came on the show from Michigan, it was like, no, I'm a sheriff and you're not going to do that. You do know, you have that? So we've all been on Facebook. Um, yeah. I can't believe they, I, I announced that I was going to run for sheriff. Mm-hmm. And two days later, they, they took my post off because, and it was just an announcement. Like, <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm running for sheriff. <laughs> Facebook came, uh-huh. took my post off because it violated their community. And I, I didn't say anything political. Just, just hey, I'm running for sheriff. Right, you right, know? right. Anyways, Facebook. But we've all been on Facebook. We've all seen uh, maybe some pictures of a letter that was written by a sheriff that says, hey, you know what, these, these mandates, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to enforce. And my, yeah. my deputies are not going to enforce. Right. We need a sheriff that'll write a letter mm-hmm. and put it on social media right. and message out to our citizens, hey, on this issue, this is where I stand. Right. And he's also messaging his deputies too. He's letting mm-hmm. them know what he expects. And he's letting, uh, of course, the, the citizens know what they should expect mm-hmm. the deputies. Right. How, how, how they should act. You know, I think that uh, being transparent is, is very important nowadays. And if uh, go on Facebook and uh, search uh, Washington County Sheriff's Office, oh, wait, you won't find it. Mm. Go on Twitter. Search Washington County Sheriff's Office. You won't find it. Hmm. We need to use our social media and other avenues communicate. to communicate and message our citizens. Right. Um, I would happen to say even our website, um, just the front article, probably hasn't. It's been a while mm-hmm. since it's mm-hmm. been updated. Right. And you can go and kind of see the dates of, of how often it is mm-hmm. updated. Um, I. As sheriff, uh, that is one of the biggest things that that uh, one of the biggest changes that, that I'm going to make is I'm going to be more transparent to to our citizens, um, and that takes accountability too. Yeah, you know when you're transparent, you might have to come back and say, "Hey, I, I know that I said this, but things didn't go the way that I wanted to." But I just at least wanted to tell everybody how how things were going, and, and I understand that's hard to do, but sometimes. Um, we don't mind the bad news as long as we're getting the news. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd rather get the bad news than be in the dark and maybe understand the whys. Right. Than not anything at all. Yeah. And I think that's important. They start uh, rounding people up and forcefully vaccinating. How, what, what would you, how would you feel about that in this county? <laughs> uh, <you laughs> what kidding? would you do? Um, yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, um, I would do everything in my power to stop it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what 
exactly that that would mean. What that would look like. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, to to forcefully strap somebody down and stick a needle in their mm-hmm. arm. Uh, are you are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, I don't know that it would ever close. come to that, and I'm just asking the question because right. you know you just never know. I I've been I've been shocked and surprised this whole time, so I don't know what else right. is coming. Right. Um, and we don't, and that's why we just need to hopefully prepare ourselves. Right, right. Um, and you would stop that. You would say, absolutely, absolutely no, not on my citizenry. Absolutely. What about the Second Amendment? Where do you stand on the Second Amendment? Well, so the Second Amendment. Oh, there we go. We are, I know. That yeah. was weird. That, weird stuff happens on live radio, can I say? So, uh, you you know, when you look at the Second Amendment, uh, I think our forefathers were saying, hey, we want you to be able to um, form a militia uh, for uh, against a a government, an overreaching government or or tyranny. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We don't want this again. We've had this and we Mm -hmm. don't want this again. So we want the people to be able to arm themselves against um, an unruly government. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you read the Utah Constitution on the Second Amendment, it goes a little bit further. And uh, the Utah Constitution actually says that, hey, you you can use these firearms to not only for for an overreaching tyrannical government, mm-hmm. but you can you can use it to protect your livelihood, your your property, um, your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of like the the first. I think we forget about the Constitution that, you know, that's mm-hmm. for, for me, how I read it is that it's for a tyrannical government. Right. You know, and that's what we need to. And and maybe, you know, maybe that that is something that we need to think about in right. today's society. Right. Absolutely. But in Utah, it, it even takes it a step further and says, no, you can protect your, your property, too. You can protect your family, too. So it goes a little bit beyond that. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm right on and I'm right on par with that. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I think that the laws out there are are fair. Um, I think that um, uh, we also want to look at mental health issues, and, and we want to avoid anybody who who is not mentally capable mm-hmm. of operating a firearm. Um, but how far are you willing to go? I know Ibsen was all for red flag laws, which I'm not. And that surprises people about Ibsen. But yes, he would seek to take away your, your rights on tattletales. How do you feel about tattletales? I mean, people that could call up on a neighbor and say, my neighbor's unstable. They go and take their guns. Then they have to fight to get them back. How do you feel about that? Well, define unstable. And, <laughs> yeah, and, who, exactly. and who is going to define unstable? And... Um, uh, and is your a neighbor, uh, do they have the professional <laughs> knowledge to label somebody yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I'd have a lot of questions uh, with that. And um, obviously it doesn't sound like something that I'd be excited about at this point in time. Um, here's the funny thing. Uh, we get attempt to locates on the radio all the time mm-hmm. for uh, maybe a driver that's all over the road and can't keep their lane. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you 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 get to the bottom of it, mm-hmm. and um, you realize that the caller uh, they were kind of involved in maybe a little bit of road rage, but the caller was just upset right. at the other person, so right. they just called the just yeah called vengeance the yeah vengeance, vengeance exactly. call exactly. And so you're like, okay, well, 
I, yeah, we understand where where this went, and I could see a lot of that, a lot of that occurring with and, red flag. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, I I actually uh, Jared uh, Redfern has been going around um, talking to people and hitting the pavement early and making sure that they that delegates can answer questions and and so forth and so i think that's a that's a good sign i think when somebody understands that this is an important role and and goes door to door and makes sure that people understand what he's about i actually really like that so kudos to you on that Thank we're going to come right back will you take some calls absolutely okay we're going to come right back with uh jared redford he is running for sheriff in this county this is the most important role between you and the federal government the overbearing feds and of course the state uh which cox's administration is pretty overbearing so it's going to get very interesting in our state we're not one of the freedom states we should be but we're not and so are we a freedom county and that's going to be up to the sheriffs um uh, to make that very clear be right back kate daly show talk lines are open now Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Everybody, listen to me and return me my ship. I'm your captain. I'm your captain. Though I'm feeling mighty sick. Hi there. Welcome back. Oh, I know. We're having a little bit of technical huh. technical difficulties. Always happens, I swear. Important shows, we get technical difficulties. What can I say? Um, welcome back to the show. And uh, I just, uh, give me one moment. I just want to say, uh, get over to Auto Body Central. They're fantastic guys over there. Very, uh, very, just, just good Americans. What can I say? Um, and they do great auto body work. So auto body central, I have enough teenagers that have ruined enough cars to know that, uh, they are the guys I would go to when my cars are trash. <laughs> so I just want you guys to know that, uh, auto body central does an amazing job and they've done an amazing job on my cars. And so I would highly recommend them to you there in Washington city. And they're amazing. I have Jared Redfern on the line. We are talking about, uh, being, uh, becoming a sheriff and he is running for sheriff. I also have uncle Milty and studio for this last yep. leg as well and so um let's start off with a quick caller uh if you can just keep the question short here you go caller you're live go right ahead yes i'd like to have your guest if you would explain to the listeners the difference between a sheriff's office versus a sheriff's department and the positives and negatives of each okay and thank you thank you appreciate that all right jared well, I think a, a sheriff's office is an office is elected by the people. Mm-hmm. So a, a sheriff's uh, is is an office, and and I think that's uh, one of the the major uh, differentiators. Uh, and I, I think that the sheriff works for the people. The people should be able to put the sheriff in, and the people should be able to take the sheriff out. Um, yeah, uh, that that is their. Um, Uh, That's their duty, and Mm -hmm. uh, as a sheriff's office, being being an elected official. Okay. Uh, Next caller. Hi, caller. Keep it short. Here we go. You're on the line. Hey, I am just wondering, um, it's going to come down to, we all know this, police officers and the decisions they make in the moment. Mm -hmm. So their their education is of paramount importance, Mm -hmm. but how much um, influence does the sheriff have over their 
education when it comes to knowing constitutional stuff. Like maybe having Chris Ann Hall come. Okay. All right. Sounds exactly. exactly. Thanks. Yeah. So actually, I I went over to Chris Ann Hall's when she came here a few years ago. Nice. Over to St. George Police uh, Police Department. The sheriffs weren't offering it? No. No, I I actually had to go over there. And I can't remember if there was anybody else over there at the Mm -hmm. time. This was a few years ago because I knew that these are important issues. Uh, and I had and I had a good talk with her even afterwards. Uh, we talked a little bit about land issues, um, but I purchased her book, Sovereign State. Uh, also purchased another a book that she has for adolescents and mm-hmm. the Constitution, and um, both both really great books. Um, so, but you know the caller is right. We need to educate our officers. When we talk about officers, like you just made a good stop or you just made a bad stop, mm-hmm. usually that's based on. Uh, Probably violating their rights. Okay. Okay. So we need to stop using the terminology. You, you, that was a bad stop. We need to say you just violated their constitutional rights. Mm -hmm. And we need to start getting that type of vocabulary inside our trainings. Right. And so that these officers are realizing it's just not a good or a bad stop and I'll do better next time. Right. They need to realize that these are constitutional rights that, that people have and, and, and that in, um, that inherit right and that we are putting those rights on pause to investigate certain issues. Mm-hmm. And we, and, and we need to understand that when we're not doing it correctly, that we're violating their constitutional rights and it's not a good stop or a bad stop. And I think it all starts, it all starts there at, at the training. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to bring people in like Chris Ann Hall Right. To talk about that. That would be great. Are you willing to look at the CSPOA, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association run by Sheriff Richard Mack? Are you willing to look at that organization oh, ab- or become a member of that organization? Absolutely. Um, um, I'm, I'm a member and been a member of the International uh, Association of uh, Chiefs of Police um, um, and other organizations as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I would love the opportunity to talk with Sheriff okay. Mack and bring him in as well yeah. to the sheriff's office. That's good news. Uh, caller, go right ahead. Quick quick question. I I just had the same question about Sheriff Mack's organization, and maybe to follow through on that, what is uh, his position on Washington County becoming a constitutional county? Awesome. Thank you. I think you just answered that. So you're willing to look at that organization and possibly become a member of that. I, I would I would strongly urge it just because I think you'll get a lot of assistance and help. You know, I, I don't know any reason why I wouldn't I wouldn't look at anything that is, is going to help secure the rights of our citizens. Excellent. Uncle Milty. Uh, yeah. Jared, how how do you feel if something drastic was to happen uh, about your ability to use your authority over the various counties, chiefs of police. Would that be a problem, or would, do you think you'd have the ability to handle that? Because you would be the authority. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, I think it all starts with good relationships from, from the get-go. And, and I have really good relationships with all the, uh, the police chiefs. Um, and, and I think that I could get that relationship to a point where I can say, um, hey, I, I know you disagree, but with all due respect, <laughs> yeah, this is where I'm at. It's my deal. Yeah, right. exactly. It's my so, county. Absolutely. All right. right. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Quick question. Yeah, I've been dealing with the, the county sheriff for quite a few years here up mm-hmm. in Utah County. Mm-hmm. And 
the problem I've run into is when you arrest somebody and he goes to jail, mm-hmm. it's called a metamus. It's what do you know about this metamus and an arrest warrant to hold somebody in jail and the legal process to get them in front of a judge? Okay. Uh, well, as far as warrants, um, warrants kind of warrants say on there that you you know any police officer that comes in contact with somebody is mandated to mm-hmm. to arrest this person and take them to jail some of them will even say in even or even to the 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 magistrate at mm-hmm. the at the um you yeah. know the at the quickest opportunity mm-hmm. um but those 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 warrants are written written by judges uh and we need to uh at, at face value, respect what a judge, mm-hmm. uh, knowing that that he knows more of the case than than we do, right. and if and if he has issued this warrant, then we need to do our due diligence and um, and fulfill the requirements of the warrant. So a lot of training is coming by way of DHS, a lot of training. And I wondered, um, you know, I, I like that you're willing to look at Chris Ann Hall and that you actually went and attended that because that's huge to me. Um, so that's a that's a huge plus on on you and uh, and what about all this federal training? Can you say um, we don't know or we don't need this or I mean I, I'm just wondering about the strings that come attached to this too. Well, let me let me tell you this about some some federal training. I don't know if you you're aware of the FBI National Academy. That is a, a very uh, it's a vetted process to be able to be chosen to go to the FBI National Academy, and you have to be in upper uh, uh, management of law enforcement and um, be vetted, and then go you're able to go to Quantico for for ten weeks and study with some of the best minds in in law enforcement and criminal justice. And these and these officers come from police police um, police departments and sheriff's offices throughout throughout the country mm-hmm. uh, I'm the only one that has attended that training in um, well over 23 years at the sheriff's department um, because I wanted to expand my knowledge and kind of find out uh, what what we are trying to teach uh, our our nation as a whole mm-hmm. um, I, and I was able to network with with several people from all over the all over the nation I still receive emails about Hey, we're looking at a policy like this. Does anybody have a have a, have a policy that um, that um, deals with this type of circumstance? Mm-hmm. It, it's a gr- it was a great networking opportunity, um, and I received some valuable information with that. Um, and uh, it was a great it was a a, a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, something I think that kind of sets me up, definitely sets me apart from from uh, the other the others that are that are running. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as training abilities, um, once again, we need to look at what's being trained and why we're being trained for it. Mm -hmm. Um, training can be expensive. Um, maybe some overkill, (laughs) right? And Mm -hmm. when we're dealing with the taxpayer's money, we want to make sure that we're doing uh, the best that we can with our training opportunities. Um, so I think as far as I'm concerned, I want to look at uh, when it comes to, to federal aid and, and training, um, why, why are we doing it? And does it serve our overall goals and mission as as this department? Okay. And uh, um, I have a question too, but Uncle Milty, real fast. I, I just, I'm curious, you mentioned that training can be expensive. 
Do you, does our sheriff's department here take federal money? Uh, to tell you the truth, I'm not aware. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't I don't know. Um, so if they do, would you be in favor of telling them, no, we don't want your money, we want to remain independent? Well, I, I, I certainly think that it would be... Uh, it would be something that I would definitely look into. As an investigator, I've learned that there's two sides to every story. And I think it's really important that we really dive in and look at both sides of every story. And I think we can make a better educated uh, decision. And once again, I'm gonna be concerned about, like I said, moving our department forward uh, with the right goals and missions in mind. And, um, And then that's how I would would base my decision. But you would be aware of strings that would oh, probably absolutely. come with that funding. Absolutely. Okay. Right. And then and that's, uh, that's part of knowing both sides. Okay. Right. Right. And then uh, also, Darleaf had a question for you, actually, uh, from uh, Michigan. Um, your uh, thoughts on militias that want to, if something were to come down that was very, very big um, in, or disaster or something happening, what are your thoughts on the militia groups that would like to help you, that would like to aid and assist? Yeah, that is a really good question. Um, obviously, there are uh, militia groups that probably more align with um, um, protecting those constitutional rights. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hope that we would be sufficiently trained to be able to um, deal with all the problems uh, ourselves. Um and not get into any, so to speak, um, friendly crossfire. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I would ever, I would ever, um, if times were chaotic. Right. I don't think I would ever say, uh, no, we don't need the mm-hmm. help. Right, right. But I think more of a, a very last resort. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're not thinking about it, if we're not saying what if... Right. Then um, we're already uh, two steps back. Okay. So the caller, it's a good question, mm-hmm. and we should be thinking about it. Right. Okay. Uncle Milty. So, so, how do you feel about your authority then to deputize citizens in a drastic situation? Well, I think it have to be. I think it have to be drastic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and probably my first uh, way to go about maybe doing that would I, I, I would look at those retired officers that I kind of already know mm-hmm. that makes sense kind mm-hmm. of what's going on mm-hmm. right and so i think that would be my my first call to action right uh, if it ever came down to that but once again your if we're not thinking about it or your absolutely officers yep. right okay um yeah i mean i can agree that would probably would be my first you know Ex-military call out military maybe mm-hmm. also uh, absolutely yeah I think, you know, Americans have a gift for, for knowing what was what's coming, and this is why we formed the country. And so that's why we ask all these questions. And there might be some people out there who go, well, a pretty drastic question. It doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. We are right. Americans. We think forward. We try to understand what's coming down the pike because of the nature of government. Absolutely. Um, 30 seconds. Anything else you'd like people to know about you? Well, absolutely. So I'll be the only candidate that... Um, has a bachelor's degree in criminal justice mm-hmm. and a minor in Spanish uh, from SUU. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also the only one that will have a master's degree in organizational development uh, from the American Military University. Um, I'm the only one that has attended that world-renowned FBI National Academy. 
Um, I, I think my experience, uh, I've been a defensive tactics coordinator. I've, um, I, I'm a, a CVSA, a, mm-hmm. a computer voice stress analysis um, guy. Um, please look at my website, redfernforsheriff.com. It's R-E-D-F-E-A-R-N. Yeah. yeah. The, For the, Sheriff. Yeah, the A is silent. Okay. You know, when two vows go walking, the right. first one does the talking. So right? what is the website again? Redfernforsheriff. Redfernforsheriff.com. Thank you, Jared. Yep. And we'll have you, you back. We'll Oops. have you back before... November 30th. Excellent. Uh, We'll also invite Nate Brooksby to come on the show and let's get, you know, um, how these two feel about all of the issues. I really appreciate you coming on. Yes, thank thank you. you. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Be right back with Melissa. Don't go anywhere.